I did it! I hate seeing little child prodigies yeah, on the damn piano. Shut your little you talented little asshole. ass <laughs> Made me mad. Right, right. Look at this motherfucker. Look at this. Yeah, little asshole. I just opened up my uh, fucking I know search page on IG. <laughs> some kids just shredding. Get out of here. Shredding on the bass. I'm over here playing Mary Had a Little <laughs> Lamb on the piano. <laughs> These niggas doing the bass, then gets on the guitars, then little nigga on the bongos. Like, this nigga putting together a whole orchestra. <laughs> Fuck them little kids. Fuck they talent, little savant. <laughs> Just nothing but hate. Uh-huh. Nothing, we starting off with nothing but hate this episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to the BZ Podcast. This is Zay. I am sitting here with Brit, we are recording on an off day. We are recording on a Monday night. And it kind of worked out because uh, we get to talk about the closing arguments of the Derek Chauvin. Chauvin? Is it Chauvin? Chauvin trial? Chauvin? I, know, I heard Fuck them, him. I've heard it pronounced um, so many different ways, man. <laughs> right, right. Uh, thank you for coming back to the pod. Thank you for rocking out with us. Always remember to like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Let me get that out the way. Um, before we do start, I do want to say rest in peace to Black Rob. Um, tragic. We losing too many people. Losing a lot of people. Last week, like, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. He was released from the mm-hmm. hospital, and then it seems like it just took a turn for the worse. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to start the pod without mentioning Black Rob. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, brother. How are you? Tired. Let's. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm a little tired too. Tired, I'm juiced up on a Red Bull. I feel like <laughs> I can punch through a wall right now. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, I feel like my name's Kyle. (laughs) Oh, God. Kyle punches through walls, juiced up on monster (laughs) drinks. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, we'll we'll get started. We both worked today, but we were trying to pay attention as much as possible to this uh, Derek Chauvin trial. Um, And I think I don't think we really talked about it on the pod as much as it was going on. It's been like the last two weeks or something like that. Right. As the Mm -hmm. trial's been going on. I know I've been watching it like the last two weeks. I don't know. I don't remember when I started. I just Mm kind of just I I tuned in kind of late. I think I missed like a week of it. Yeah, I definitely didn't tune in all the way. I would catch stuff clips here and there. And I think like. We kind of had like almost like an unspoken agreement. No, actually, <laughs> that we weren't gonna. I don't think like I was just saying that like we just didn't cover it play by play. Oh uh, well, you know what? At first, I wasn't gonna watch it, and then um, mm-hmm. 
I just I just turned on the last two weeks. Um, my boss has been out, so I'm kind of used to talking to him. So I just had the TV on. So I had it on MSNBC, right. and they were just so happening to play the trial. So I I've been listening to mm-hmm. it. Um, like fuck it. So and then we missed a week. We didn't record a week, and then last week, yeah, we just didn't talk about right. it. So yeah, I mean, I think it kind of plays. It, it's draining. It's draining to come in and have to speak on it so i'm kind of happy we didn't do every week having to come in and talk about the trial <laughs> because there were some parts in the trial that was just a little yeah i mean it was I don't interesting know, you can get upset in- interesting i think in the beginning is a little bit more draining because they had just like regular people you know um testifying and it was like really emotional and stuff but i kind of tuned in when they started having the experts come up experts in quotations because okay. some of them are definitely fucking being whored out and lying because it's like no like shut up like some of the right. stuff they're saying was a little ridiculous like yeah yeah that exhaust shit was diff- <laughs> ridiculous somebody was talking about the exhaust played well, a, played a contributing last, factor because yeah, his head like was by the, the back of the car day, um last thursday i believe the defense was just trying to pull anything out of their ass and they're just like, oh, he died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. And everybody's like, what? Like, <laughs> and everybody's all up in arms right, like, no, right. there's been no testing of that, nothing. So they came back saying there's no proof that the car was even on. You can't say that. And the amount of carbon monoxide mm. he had in his body was the same amount that anyone else would have. So, But it was interesting just to have the experts just recount like, how certain parts of your body connect and if this happens that will happen and then the defense's experts were just so blatantly being like yeah, that that doesn't matter like no like doesn't matter if someone's <laughs> leaning on your neck basically it's not going to cause you to stop breathing he's talking that was the main thing if he's able to talk he can breathe like y'all just right i think today he was trying to put it to the point where he was having basically a panic attack and that's kind of why you know, it wasn't necessarily from yeah. Derek Chauvin. It was from him being so worked up because of his fear, because of his um, claustrophobia. But I mean, that defense attorney—he's—he's he's good. He's a good asshole. But he, that motherfucker, will find any. Yeah. He can find any damn angle. <laughs> you know, it's and it's hard not to just look at him and be like, "You're an asshole." We we have to kind of remember that, like, it's Derek Chauvin on trial, and this defense guy is attorneys just doing are just an asshole. The though. job defense attorneys are kind of an asshole like because it's just like damn i know i know everybody got to do with a job you know some some jobs are dirtier than others mm. but it's just like dad I, I could <laughs> never but yeah he's a he's a pretty smart guy like he even if it's a little ridiculous right. he does find some good points and he is very um convincing because he'll use little tricks like he kept speaking to the jury every time he'll say something he's like right yeah right right you know, you do mm-hmm. this and that, right? And that's like very manipulative subconsciously. Cause yeah, it's yeah, implying subconsciously, you keep hearing right. That means you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that is right. Or he kept saying a reasonable officer would do this and that over and over and over. <laughs> Zay said, I feel like I'm being hypnotized because <laughs> we were texting each other straight today. up, straight up, because <laughs> they just kept saying reasonable, but there was a reason for that. There was a reason for of that. Course. And when they had broke to like the regular broadcasting they had the panel talking it was because um i guess it used to be considered a reasonable person like there was a there was like a a case or whatever that they created like policy around and it was like um a reasonable person would use this amount of Uh force but they changed it to a reasonable police Mm -hmm. 
officer because the police officer with the idea that it would it would limit the amount of uh force that can be used because a police officer is mm-hmm. trained to to assess yeah. these like uh these situations that come up but you can argue that it expanded that because now you have this person that is of an elevated status mm-hmm. being able to play judge and jury at the time yeah. does that make sense yeah it was just so that's why he kept saying reasonable <laughs> i get it yeah i figured it was something should, to that should have counted it. oh god no that could totally be a drinking game um but they he the defense attorney was recounting basically all the steps that led up to Chauvin even arriving on the scene like he originally wasn't going to go out mm-hmm. then whoever was there panic called for assistance or I don't even know if they called for assistance but whoever the dispatcher was could hear that they needed assistance so they just sent it out anyway so they're saying like when Chauvin arrived uh, it was already chaotic so you know he came into it you know thinking it's a chaotic situation but it just still doesn't mm. <laughs> That's why I hate that the defense has to go last. I hate when the defense has to go last because it's like, even if you came into a situation that was chaotic, even when it got to all that point, you still could have shifted your weight. That still doesn't. Ex- I think that's what it comes down to. You know what I to. mean? It's like, that still doesn't excuse that you don't shift your weight. And I mean, I always just think back to, I know I've spoken about this before, but when I worked at that behavioral school and we would have to put kids in restraints. And it didn't matter if they were lying or not. You know what I'm saying? We had to adjust our weight. And there's ways to adjust your weight so that the person don't break free. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, Mm -hmm. like say um, somebody was on arms, like there's one pin we had to do, well, one restraint we had to do where like some, you like you literally would be on one arm. (laughs) An adult was on Mm -hmm. another arm. There's two people laying across the legs. Like, you know what I mean? Like they were basically in the Jesus pose. And, um, yeah. And I mean, but sometimes you wouldn't, you're you're, cause you're like kind of, um, like on your knees, like you're kind of like resting on your knees, like bent over and you're holding down. You're supposed to have like one palm on their shoulder and the other's holding the wrist, but it's right above the wrist. But in a panic, sometimes Mm. when you're rushing to pin them down, you know, whatever they're doing, you don't realize that you're actually pinning their wrist down. So they may be yelling like, Oh, my wrist, my wrist, my wrist. You know what I'm saying? And you have to look and like, Oh shit. You know, they write, let me scoop my wrist up a little bit my hand up a little bit so i'm on their actually like their arm not their wrist you know what i mean so that's why it's just like ah. i just hate that when yeah, they try and, to act like there's no way he could have shifted his weight at all it's like stop stop and then and then when you account for the fact that he was in handcuffs exactly because i'm like with those kids i know i'm comparing kids to a grown adult but some of them kids are freaking mm. wild some kids strong as fuck strong like shit. So especially the middle school kids kids scare me especially middle school kids yeah. and it'd just be like a group of us women like and like sometimes though if you're if you pin if you, so i keep saying pin that's the wrong word if you restrain a kid the wrong way and you don't get it right you have to let go and do it again i don't know if they caught a case back in the past yeah but <laughs> Because you don't want to even make a mistake of injuring them severely or causing death, of course. Because it's like, you know what I mean? That's your job. Like, honestly, that was my job. I signed that contract, you know what I mean, to basically be in that position. So if something happens where I get socked in the face, 
It's part of the job. Just like a police yeah. officer. It's part, it's of, part the of, the of the job. So they're being so, oh, you don't know what he was going to do and all this stuff. There's just no way we could have broke that, you know, that hold on him. It's like bullshit. Like you said, he was in fucking handcuffs. What is he going to do? And it's like, right. what? All these, right. like, there's three grown men on him. Like, come on, y'all. Stop it. You know what I had hated about the like watching the closing arguments and it's the trial mm-hmm. in general. And, you know, you can't be surprised at these things, but like just seeing the, the dependence of the defense on stereotypical ideas of black mm-hmm. men. Like, you know, he was juiced up on drugs using oh superhuman strength. Well, he tried. Remember, he tried to say because he got a lot of backlash for that when he was bringing that up in the early days of the trial, and he was just like, "I know that he right, doesn't have it. superhuman strength, but it is known that when you know sometimes people are on certain drugs, they." get you know they get stronger he's like or you could he tried to use the example of like the pregnant woman that was like lifting up a car to save i don't know he didn't even finish the comparison because it was a bad comparison but that's that's what usually gets used like like the person the victim the victim's past the victim's problems they just end up being being scrutinized the character ends up being scrutinized and somehow that justifies the the it justifies the the intensity of the the violence that's used and that just kind of just getting tired Mm -hmm. and you know and one of the things i thought that was like most important that the prosecution made sure that they said was like this is not an anti-police prosecution Mm -hmm. it's uh it's uh it's actually a a hold on what did he say he said this isn't an anti-police like uh prosecution it's probably a a four police prosecution yeah. sorry i wasn't saying oh my god yeah, I definitely you. wrote that down my wrong being no i know assholes. but i definitely wrote that down wrong i don't know what he said <laughs> but, um, we get the gist of it <laughs> no yeah he was basically bringing that point home yeah that you know this would be a good thing mm-hmm. like y'all it's almost some bad apple shit right right and then like um when the defense came and said when you're judging a case like this and it's true you have to start at a point of innocence but like it's hard to start at a point of innocence Mm -hmm. with this because we watched it on camera you know we watched it for nine minutes Mm -hmm. like i don't know and that's just like like jury wise like how do they pick this jury because i couldn't be on yeah that's i was wondering too i was on the phone earlier and i was we were talking about that um because like everybody knows about this so it's like how do you not have Mm. some sort of bias whether you lean one way or the other yeah you know what i mean and then like how the defense was trying to bring up all the bystanders that I either testified or whatever, and he was trying to be like, oh, well, this person had a background in mixed martial arts, so they thought they were, knew what was going on, or this person walked on the scene late, so they thought this, and then the EMT mm. came over and thought this. But it's like, that <laughs> literally everyone. <laughs> Everybody right. has an idea, right. but the main thing too was like the body language. They, he was just so calm doing that. You know, it wasn't, there was really no concern showed. I think, what did they try to say? Oh, that was the prosecution who said that other officer was saying, like, should we, like, roll him over? And he's like, no. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just, all I know is. Now, you were saying that they were, like, focused on trying to say that he was following procedure. Chauvin? Yeah. Like, wasn't that some of the the defense's argument that 
your following procedure what, today or just in general just just in general or today i don't know um, if we said it on the pod or we said it before we press record there's so much that was because they kept trying to change their argument because it kept getting shut down every every point they tried to make it was just like it got shut down so they would try to switch it so yeah in the beginning it was procedure mm-hmm. but then they had defense i mean the prosecution had people testifying from that same police department was like we don't teach that <laughs> so <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. right so um you know what i want to know uh, i want to know what the hell he was writing they kept showing Derek Chauvin and he was like writing in a little notepad. Give me that notepad. He's probably like, yo, 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 yo. They got me right here. Like, yeah. Say yeah. this. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> they was trying to get him uh, to testify, which would have been a travesty. So he exercised nah, that his bad. They amendment. knew better. Yeah, he said, nah. But yeah, so we'll see. Um, How are you feeling? Are you feeling like confident that it might be? A, a guilty verdict i don't know because this would literally be like the first time what do you mean oh just as far like as a, if it was like a guilty a police, verdict it would be like, like a the police first officer time? being held accountable a white police officer being held accountable mm-hmm. you know they held that one nigga accountable then he shot that white woman mm-hmm. but yeah i mean you know the national guard's already here so yeah see i'm not in the city you know the national guard don't got to come out to the suburbs but what's it looking like, like well that's it- what i was saying yesterday we were on the phone and i was like out at a little shopping center and i saw they were already putting boards up like the wine and spirits was boarded up i'm like damn because at first i was like what's going on and i was like oh are you fucking kidding me but i'm like mm. I don't know. I know they're taking precautions, but at the same time, it's just like, it's bullshit that you even have to do this. Cause it's like, why is that even a possibility that he's going to be able to get away with this? And it's like, oh, let him, let him tear up a few stores a little bit. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like indicative of the system. Like if when, when the, when the system or, or the government says, you know, we don't have confidence that, you know, a certain level of justice is going to be served and we've shown that we will tear some shit up when justice isn't served you kind of have to but do they don't something care. they're still going to get tore up they're just like well we'll take the risk we don't care we'd rather the shit get tore up than right. actually hold someone accountable so we'll see i mean ain't no telling how long this is going to take because if you got a few people that are mm. like you know he's not guilty <sighs> i don't know yeah it doesn't have to be unanimous unanimous mm-hmm. right it has to be yeah. unanimous I'm like, why can't it be majority? Why got to be unanimous? Everything else is majority, you know, right? I never, There's always one yeah, asshole. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. Well, fuck well, you. You lose. What? I mean, isn't that how? <laughs> like, yeah, because then it's like you're kind of forcing people at that point. I don't know. And if you get tired, yeah. you know what I mean? You may just be like, fuck it then. Just go ahead and, you know, mm. say that person's guilty. Say that person's innocent. Yeah, I don't. I wonder. If anyone knows why, let us know, because that's that seems pretty weird. That it has to be unanimous, right? Bitch, sorry, right. I totally forgot we were recording. Get them. <laughs> I'm so sick of these damn cats, yo. I'm so sick of them. I just moved, you guys, and I'm tired. I can't deal with them anymore. They're driving me nuts. <laughs> They're in everything. Uh, yeah. This morning, especially with all that change going around. So what? There's a lot of change. I mean, I change just moved, so there's they just shit frazzled. everywhere, but they're just being extra bad. And like, for instance, this morning, um, I'm looking and I'm like, 
I hear the cat clawing at my freaking wall. And I'm like, why? What are you doing? Like, what? I woke up and I'm like, why is he clawing at the wall? And I see something smeared across the wall. I'm like, what the fuck is that? No, he didn't. I'm like, what is that? There's no, a fly. There's been a fly in my house, like a big one, right? So I'm like, did he kill the fly? So I'm like, no, but that looks a little dramatic. So this is like six o'clock this morning, right before my alarm's supposed to go off. So I get some, I get, get some spray, like some cleaner. I go up, I spray, and I wipe. I instantly smell shit. I said, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> How? How? Uh. How? And he, the only funny part about that was he was frantically clawing at it and looking at me like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shit, she's about to see this. And the thing that makes me mad is I can't oh, even man. like do anything because all they're gonna do is just slither. They just slither away under a box, under a couch, or in a corner. Motherfucker slithering all over the place. Don't you hate when they look when they just sit up there and watch you change their litter? Oh yeah. They're like clean my yeah, shit. But like my old apartment basically Person. was like I didn't have a door. <laughs> so let's say that basically like that. So like the living room was like my room basically. And then Shay, my son had the room in the back. So my cats are not used to me having a door. They don't like this shit. Mm. They don't, they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Cats be wanting in yeah, everywhere. So that's why when I just flipped out, my door is closed. I'm sitting in the living room right now. My, so I'm sitting out here with them. Um, he's like underneath the door, like trying to shake it open and shit. All violent. I know. Right. They are little They're assholes. Bad. Anybody want a cat? Because I'm ready to get rid of them. At this point, I'm tired. I don't know. Not both of them. I told you, I'm done with my cat. <laughs> Finished. <laughs> Finished. I don't know how he's still alive, tell you the truth. <laughs> I'm being completely honest with you. He's a trooper. Trooper. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, All sorry, right. y'all. Um, we were, yeah, not supposed to talk sorry. about cats. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um... I guess we'll transition into, well, you saw that Chris Cuomo clip? Yeah, this morning I saw it. It says police police reform won't happen until white kids start getting killed. This just in. <laughs> I don't know. Like, th- th- this shit has been said amount, uh, amongst black people for circles of generations. And um, I just hate that people get praised for saying the obvious. But it's not the obvious. You're, it's a different community. Yeah, we say it, but guess what? When we say it to white people, do you think it has the same effect? No, they don't give a fuck. They're like, yeah, stop complaining. Like, it's not that bad. You guys don't comply. It's not that bad. But that's the thing. Like, white people, they need to talk to each other about this. We ain't got nothing to do with it. So that's what I'm like. Go ahead. Say mm-hmm. what you want to say, Mr. Cuomo. Go ahead. Mr. Cuomo. Mr. Cuomo. But, um, yeah. There's just a lot of posturing. Huh? I, I just don't like the posturing. Why? I just feel like it's a lot of, I don't what, know. I mean, I just, would I it be know. better if he didn't say it, Zay? There's nothing wrong with him saying it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to die on this hill. <laughs> I won't die yeah, on this hill. It's like, You're right. I mean, I look, yeah, right. I mean, I feel you, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, go ahead, say it. Why not? Yeah, say that shit. Yeah, start popping them kids off in the street, yo. They be mad as shit. <laughs> this is outrageous. <laughs> Like, right, but that's right. a brethren shit. You know what hill I will die on? Criticizing Black Lives Matter. Oh, fuck yeah! Did you see the report that Hell came yeah. out? Did you see the report that I came out? See all all right, so I'm gonna read this for y'all. It's a hot mess. All right, Black Lives Matters co-founder Patrice Colors responds to allegations of spending donation money on herself. Criticized last week uh, after the New York Post revealed that she spent 
1.4 million on a Los Angeles property, her third residence in the city and fourth overall. She describes scrutiny over her properties as racist and sexist attack by white right wing media. And she categorically denies accusations. Whenever somebody says categorically, what the fuck that mean? Yeah. Categorically. Yeah. What's that mean? Right. So to me, like this is how we get here like if you've been a listener of the bz podcast i don't think we've been shy about questioning the blm movement throughout you know the last couple years um i personally feel i I think you probably feel the same way like no organization that positions itself to represent black people is above scrutiny bottom line like but what we started to notice was that any questioning of motive was deemed racist Mm-hmm. homophobic transphobic <laughs> sexist Boy. like Boy. It, it's these it's these default things right so i think that that you know these these women that started blm uh they self-identified as marxists y'all can look it up yourselves it's come out of their own mouth right so to define marxism in simple terms it's a political and economic theory where a society has no classes every person within society works for a common good and class struggle is theoretically gone marxism really hasn't worked out too well throughout history like you could go and research it but regardless it sounds great in Mm -hmm. theory But how does a third $1.4 million Los Angeles property equate to Marxism? Mm -hmm. Like that just doesn't jive. So, you know, BLM has either has been or always been co-opted by different groups with different initiatives, different ideologies in an effort, in my opinion, to tug at the heartstrings of as needed as needed when it's advantageous to do so so whenever you question where the money's going that's when you can get labeled sexist <laughs> racist or whatever the case oh whoa 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 <laughs> whoa wait wait a minute you have a problem with this and it, you can't just say race because it's not just race now it's been it's in, inclusive of everybody mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying so you know they raised 90 million in one year alone and what do we have to show for it you know what we have to show for it the electric slide. Yeah. Did y'all see that mess? Trace colors and welcome to Fuck White Supremacy. Let's get free with the Hammer Museum. I want you all to step in wherever you are and do the electric slide with me. I hate it. This performance is for every single person who is being impacted like really? by white supremacy. Every single person that's being impacted by COVID-19, by sexism. I'm a little rock. Transphobia. Let's dance together. Follow the submission instructions in this video. And we they re- she's really dancing. In this project. I'm opposed to this video. Let's get what? I'm about to look at the hashtag. Let's get what? Let's get free. Yeah, if you type in BLM electric slide on YouTube, it's just a whole bunch of a bunch of videos of black people electric sliding in front of the police. We're not going to dance, collaborative dance our way to end police brutality. They got to stop. It's not nasty. I just don't. I just can't. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even understand. Speaking to the mic Sorry. a little bit. I'm just looking through. I'm trying to see if I find a video on Twitter. Luckily, I don't see nothing right now. Not yet. 
Let's get free is kind of a broad hashtag. Oh no, I just came across the original. Everything video. is broad. If she don't sit her big ass down, look at the fuck stupid with the damn skippies <laughs> on. So you know that bitch off baby's kids, the big John. Oh my yeah. god. Don't do that. Don't fat shame. Liz are gonna come Lizzo for us. Kissed my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. She finally said it. She finally said it. I didn't uh, say it. I know. Usually I'm nice. Usually it's you. You saw Lizzo this past week trying to equate, uh, what's it called, racism to uh, fat shaming. Do you remember how that started? The world's gone mad. Like, how that, com- like, do you, do you remember, mean? like, how that conversation started? Like, I don't even remember what the girl said. A front-facing camera? <laughs> That's how it all starts. <laughs> That's, that's what's up telling you, yo. I have that theory that once people could front face their camera, that's yeah, when everybody got in on the, the pedestal. comments were like, but you can't change your skin color. Like, it's not the same as being discriminated against. <laughs> we could call it what it is because I'm fat yeah, myself. Me too. Shut, Shit. Up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, fatty. Shut <laughs> I mean, right. I ain't as big as her. Ugh. I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody can really call me fat, but <laughs> but I ain't a skinny hub. <laughs> she's just dramatic. I don't care. She's super and it's like dramatic. she actually she's Wild so tired dramatic. of talking about it, and it's like, well, girl, stop. Fuck. Who said you're queen of fat people? Like you gotta address everything, queen of the fatties. That's what I was saying. I was like, this has to get tiring. This has to get tiring. Just to campaign for all fat people at <laughs> at every cost. I don't think people care enough. Like. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. <sighs> All right. Um, this is a hard transition, <laughs> but exterminate the brutes. Okay. Exterminate the brutes on HBO Max. How far did you get into that? I half-ass completed the second episode because I was watching it while I was packing, and it's right. like a lot. Yeah, it's very tough. So, um, it's from the acclaimed filmmaker Ra. I guess that's Raul. Raul Peck. Uh. It's a four-part hybrid docu-series that provides a visually arresting journey through time into the darkest hours of humanity. Through his personal voyage, Peck deconstructs the making and masking of history, digging deep into the exploitative exploitative and genocidal aspects of european colonialism from america to africa and its impact on society today so it pretty much examines the steps that were taken to dehumanize indigenous people globally in order to justify the cruelty inflicted on them this is like the rawest documentary i've ever seen and i advise anybody who can get through it because it gets really it's really tough it's really tough but it's the history that everybody needs to know like it's the history that they didn't teach you yeah they said this needs to be shown in schools parents show their kids that's what i thought (laughs) that's what i thought that's what i thought instead of showing us amistad i remember it was a trip to go see amistad Mm -hmm. or instead of showing us like um all the slave movies and stuff like that too often like our history just gets relegated to one time period right like we really need to see the process and the steps and like as far as like to dehumanize people like the practice is still going on today you know it's easy to it's easier to compartmentalize the practice of colonization Mm -hmm. and all that comes with it you know the depth pillage rape stealing of land if you can label 
if you if you can label the ones you're doing it to as a brute or a savage and if you look around society hasn't stopped doing that you're seeing it in the in the the george floyd Mm -hmm. trial right now so it's still the same playbook so i just would recommend it please go watch it everybody can get something from it it's very enlightening but it is very raw Mm -hmm. the reenactments you know what i liked about it not liked about it but what hit very hard we'll see these like old photos of people back then you know the slave back then or the worker back then next to the white folk and it's just like you could tell it was like a forced photograph mm-hmm. like you could tell like wasn't nobody trying to take a photograph with a massa sitting mm-hmm. next to him so they would do reenactments of the photographer actually directing directing the picture and it's just like yeah this is gross as yeah, shit yeah that actually happened like actually happened mm-hmm. you gonna you think you're gonna go back to it you think you yeah, finish eventually it? maybe oh, oh jesus i feel like i need to finish it it's only like four parts right yeah it's only four parts i feel like i need to we re- watch it yeah episode. i definitely gotta I probably need to start with two uh, the second half of the second episode it's really tough it's on hbo max folks <laughs> exterminate all the brutes all right FDA advises states to pause the use of the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine after rare blood clotting issues affect six women and kills one. Whoever got that COVID vaccine, they sweating. That Johnson & Johnson vaccine, sweating. Uh, I saw some people in the comments like, yeah, I got it. I'm fine. I'm like, y'all weird. I saw that somebody had a stroke recently, but they don't know what it came from. I said, I mean, you know, it was bound to happen. One of them was going to have some issue. <laughs> like, my thing is, like, the person the person who, like, willingly went and got the J&J one, did they hear that it was, like, a 60% effic- like, efficacy well, rating? Well, some people... Like, 60% doesn't sound good at... Well, some people are just like, I don't care. It's only one shot. That's what I heard. Some people didn't care because it's only one shot. And All it takes is one shot. I'm just saying, no, you know, the other ones are two. <laughs> Shut up. maybe more no, yeah maybe more at this point but you know how the other ones you got to do two of them so the the one shot was appealing to some and then i think it's a thing with people like with shellfish allergies or something they can't take the regular one so they got to take the johnson and johnson oh yeah, really like what the fuck is in that shit yo did you see uh i read today fauci predicts j and j vaccine returning friday oh, perhaps with here. limits warning with limits and warnings what does that mean what are the limits I and warnings i have no idea but who's limits let's only kill a few of the people right right i was talking with my homeboys over the weekend and we were speaking about like you know the the agenda to depopulate the earth mm-hmm. right so in depopulating the earth if if the higher ups want to get rid of a certain amount of the population in order to have more resources for themselves they're not just killing people like at random like there's certain people they would want to keep around mm-hmm. right so i was just thinking like you wouldn't want stupid people around. You better get so. Canceled. I feel like some of the things is just so blatant, blatantly <laughs> dumb that like they have these conversations. <laughs> <laughs> you better get canceled. <laughs> if I get canceled, if I get canceled, no. But I feel like 
I feel like some some things are just so blatant. Like it's just like, well, this doesn't make sense at all. So I feel like in these back rooms, they just be like, yeah, if they fall for this, they definitely need to take them out. Oh my god! <laughs> he just said they're gonna bring it back with warnings. Yeah, Nothing's sorry. changed. Yeah, I definitely. I don't. If anyone takes it after this, they're kind of crazy. Like the judge, like <laughs> like I'm not signing up for Johnson and Johnson. I don't know who would. Mm-mm. Look, they gonna fucking uh, put a new name on that bitch. Wasn't Johnson and Johnson like giving babies yeah, like cancer or talc- something? Like something they got in trouble with something before. talc poisoning or something. Um, what? It was the baby powder, mm-hmm. right? When um, it first came I used to out, put the baby powders on my balls, keep everything dry sir, down there. Nobody asked. No, literally, no one asked. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. You couldn't, that ju- <laughs> you couldn't even just say like you know. I don't even know. You couldn't say that more nicely. <laughs> put it on my, put it on my bowels. Probably not. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, there was a doctor on MSNBC when they were first releasing that they were going to pull Johnson and Johnson like last week or whatever. And she's like, this is the first time I've actually like, it's like this Indian doctor. She's like, this is like the first time in a long time I've like actually been like depressed and I'm like, where is she going with this? She's like, because, you know, we did so much work and now people don't trust the vaccine. And I mean, I, I know somebody died and I'm not trying to like, you know, like discredit that family. But I mean, guys, like you got to take this. Like, I mean, we just did so much work and now it's all for nothing. And we need this. I'm like, you sound like you try to kill niggas. <laughs> you literally just said well fuck them I, I know they got fucked up from it but I'm really depressed that you guys don't want to take it I mean how could you be afraid it was only one family that died I mean one person that died like yeah it's the only person you reporting <laughs> facts Shit. facts I was looking it up right and I find it like interesting that people don't really do the research and see what's inside these things like, like when I brought up RNA mm-hmm. Like, does, does the average person know what RNA is and that these these especially like Pfizer and Moderna, they're calling them vaccines, but they're really like a sort of gene therapy. So RNA is I'm going to butcher this. It's ribonucleic acid okay. acid. Hey, you see me, right? All right. Nucleic a, a nucleic acid present in all living cells. Its principal role is to act as a messenger carrying instructions from DNA for controlling the synthesis of proteins. Although in some viruses, RNA rather than DNA carries the genetic information. So inside these vaccines is something that basically affects your DNA mm-hmm. with like no science that shows the long term effect of this. So like I'm good. I'm, I'm not trying to judge anybody that takes it, but I feel like they should be informed that this is more of a gene therapy that really hasn't been tested Mm. as much as possible Mm. right then i read like a report and it said that like the vaccine might fuel the virus mutations (laughs) like you introduce (laughs) you introduce the vaccine and now the vaccine i mean you introduce the vaccine and now the virus is just like all right i gotta i gotta ante up i gotta get stronger sorry um yeah (sighs) he's saying it start the zombie apocalypse i'm like here i was just about to say it go <laughs> I was just about to say it. Oh my god. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolute out here. madness, Isaiah. It's crazy. <laughs> Alright, we forty minutes in. We forty minutes in. We talked about vaccines. Uh Derek Chauvin. And we can either go to 
Doge, Dogecoin yeah. next. Or we can say that for the end, or we can get into this Kevin Samuels uh, fella. What you want to go? Where you want to go uh, first? Dogecoin? End up on a better note? <laughs> what's a better note? Kevin Samuels? No, I said, I said leave Dogecoin oh, for the end. Oh, that's fine. All right. So, Kevin Samuels. I would assume that everybody knows who this man is. Well, don't assume everybody knows who the fuck he is. Get, but if they don't, I don't know, how do you explain this guy? You you like <laughs> yeah, this how do you nigga? Explain this guy. <laughs> hey, don't say I like this nigga. <laughs> Yo, you're really trying to get me canceled. She's really that trying to get just, me canceled. That was like the easy way out because you watch him more consistently <laughs> than I do. Oh, that was. I don't funny. Wa- listen. I Ooh, watched that was him. Funny. I watch him enough. Zay, come on, like I. Why well, I got explain? You want me to Kevin him? Samuels? Nah, you explain them, and then I'm gonna save my ass since you just try to cancel us. I, you going us. down with me? You, you going down with me if we get canceled? Us, nigga. Anyway, all right. So, uh, all right. This is dude that be. <laughs> I try to think of the people who haven't seen it. So basically, people who don't know who he is, he got like a call-in show, and pretty much. The way he blew up is because clips of him were taken basically being very raw in what he says to women. Um, he'll have women try to rate mm-hmm. themselves. They'll be like, I'm a 10. He's like, you're a strong four. And then he'll call them linebackers and all types of stuff. But <laughs> that's not really like the whole conversation. That's just kind of the shock value stuff that people just clip out from his videos. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, women are calling for relationship advice because they kind of have, many of the women have unrealistic expectations of what they want in life. And they want his opinion of basically why they can't get the man that they want, which is nine times out of 10, a six figure dude that, you know what I mean? Is at the Mm. top of the food chain that can have his pick of any type of woman and the women that are calling in requesting this type of man, like a single woman with three kids, overweight, not really that accomplished. Um, so it's just kind of like his main thing at the end of the day is just like, there's nothing wrong with like normal people. Like, why are so many women want someone that's just so, like, I don't want to say out of their league, but it's like these women act like they can't be fine with also considering a regular, you know, just a regular-ass guy. Um, There are Mm -hmm. also women that call in that are six-figure women and, you know, got it going on and all this stuff, too. But, you know, they're kind of in the same boat where, like, some of them are just too damn accomplished. (laughs) And, um... Their standards are a little too high. I don't know. It, it varies, but his show is interesting. But sometimes, I mean, of course, you're not going to 100% agree with what everybody got to say. But um, he was on mm. Joe Budden's podcast. And I didn't know that he, he previously had a show where he was speaking directly to men. So that was how he started. He was speaking directly to men and what men need to do to fix themselves. But of course, men ain't going to be tripping as much as women do. So he kind of blew up after he started, you know, um, I guess talking to women more because women are like, you can't say that type of stuff to us. And it gets very 
it gets pretty chaotic sometimes on the calls, but usually if you actually like listen to his whole show, usually they come to some sort of understanding. It is always pretty much starts off pretty hostile because of course, like who wants to hear bad stuff about themselves, but it's kind of hard. Some people call in, they coming in hot. They be coming in hot. Yeah. Already. I mean, especially if you're not like, um, a type of person who already like listens to his episodes, you just heard the clips online. And you decide to call and you're already, mm. you know, thinking it's going to be like popping off in the beginning. But he never starts off hostile. It just gets to that point eventually. <laughs> right. So, right. People and I who think don't know who he that's is, like that's pretty much of- just his call. His name is Kevin yeah. Samuels. And he got a show that be on YouTube. And Yeah. So I saw like the viral videos, which some of them are just on the surface is just appear crazy mm-hmm. now in my effort to get better understanding i go and listen like you know what i mean like you you have to investigate some of this stuff you can't go off of the the one mean thing or or the mean things that get clipped the one minute <laughs> clip he has shows that are like three hours long now i want to make it clear i don't listen to this guy all the time like Brit well said. no this is because i don't know me and you was going back and forth about something i don't know if you sent me a clip or if we both came across a clip we was going back and forth you were just like well do you ever actually watch a show and I'm like, fuck his show. So then you kept on like, we just going back and forth. So you're like, just watch the show. So I'm like, all right. So then I started watching a few like shorter ones, like 20 minute ones. And I was like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, yeah. still like, there's still some things you don't agree with. But overall, you know, I feel like you get like you can get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you if you tune in, it's not everything that you see in these viral moments but i do think that like anytime someone's challenging the overwhelming thought process no matter how it's delivered it's going to be jarring well yeah then because there was definitely some no i was just gonna say like but also like some of the stuff that he says it applies to somebody it may not be you (laughs) <laughs> but right. it applies to someone right. so that's why like sometimes you get mad and you're like eh, well it doesn't really apply to me necessarily so hey ain't talking to me mm. did you get anything beneficial out of like that interview that you watched do you think it was like even if even if it didn't apply to you like do you think there was like some sort of good stuff that someone could pull yeah, from someone it? not me I don't really um <laughs> 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 no because I don't really feel like any of that stuff really applied to me um only thing that i think is funny was he was just like you know women we're just asking you to be nice and i feel like i am a nice person and i think that's probably why Mm -hmm. i initially attract men i don't stay nice but (laughs) (laughs) you get mean over time maybe i can first she's sweet then she's So maybe I can stay nicer a little bit, but uh, I Mm. guess they're just saying, you know, a lot of women just come off off the bat very aggressive and stuff because that's just Mm. kind of the society. And, you know, the more he got into the interview with Joe Budden, because they were just kind of discussing just all the things he talks about, he was pretty much like not necessarily blaming women for the way they are, but it's like, Mm. you know, like you were saying, you know, you got to be open to criticism and you know looking at yourself and he was also like at the end talking to the men you know because he's just like you can't expect women to do all these things and change all these things without you also doing your part as well Mm -hmm. so um, yeah one of the things he said he was like i don't care how we got here but now that we're here we got to start having like an honest dialogue and there has to be accountability on both parts mm-hmm. on both parts. One of the things that I just found interesting was like um, 
you know, he points out and everybody kind of knows, knows this is that women are like the largest consumers in society. Mm-hmm. So in in a capitalistic society, who do you think gets marketed to the most? So mm-hmm. he brought up how like the Cosmopolitan, the magazine admitted to selling women lies in order to make money. And like those are kind of just just facts. So if you accept that as a fact, it's a hard pill to swallow. But it stands the reason that women's view of the world is largely manipulated by marketing. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's just our society in general. But yeah, especially mm-hmm. to women. Mm-hmm. So like he brought up he was like what's the daytime like the daytime show for men that's equivalent to the view mm-hmm. there really isn't i remember i was watching the view one day and they were talking about like this this dude that got his penis cut off mm-hmm. and they was cracking up laughing like i think the lady cut his penis off mm-hmm. and threw it in the garbage disposal mm-hmm. and they was cracking up laughing that, like when you think about that that shit is not cool <laughs> right. i know yeah you that's what i kept get that thinking off. yeah listening to the the interview i'm like well, women do sit around talking about men. Um, and I think that we think it's acceptable because men physically have more power. But at the end of the mm. day, it's like, you know, we should all be free to speak and <laughs> bounce ideas off of each other because we could sit around talking about how niggas ain't shit all day. <laughs> no, for real. But that's for what he was just like, you know, men cannot do that. We already know, like, it's just not even worth it. We know we're going to get a lashing, <laughs> mm-hmm. a really bad tongue lashing, and we're going to get canceled, and it's just, you know, not even worth the trouble. Speaking for a man, I've never been in a group of men that just spent an hour bashing women. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just, it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I have definitely been in a room full of women and heard them just go off on black men as if I wasn't in the room. Yeah, I mean, I think most of the time when I hear women bashing men is because of infidelity, Mm -hmm. typically. I normally don't hear about it being like, oh, he doesn't make enough money. I'm sure these conversations happen. Right, right, But nine times out of ten, it's about infidelity at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Um, And I think that happens to women more than men. Um, You know, we what? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, I, I don't saw have your head cocked to the side. No, because I'm just getting to the point where Kevin was trying to be like, you know, back in the day, grandpa would have a whole extra family and you didn't find out about that to the funeral. Yeah. And like acting like that was okay. And it's like, but that's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's not all right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, basically the women, the women should just be, you know, just fine with holding that secret just to hold down the family. And it's like, well, that's where I felt like some of his stuff he was saying was a little too old timey. Like, well, we're not doing that. I'm sorry. Like, no, mm-hmm. there needs to be respect on both sides. And he was also like trying to be like, you know, basically your market start, your market value starts to go down after you leave your 20s. So you should be getting married in your 20s. But it's like we live in a completely different society nowadays where you know what i mean it's like with social media and everything that we have access to it's just like settling Mm. down like that it could be very detrimental when there's a whole big world to explore and you want to settle down and get married in your 20s you are a child in your 20s nowadays maybe back then (laughs) but what do you think about the notion of like risking being alone and this goes for men too like like this isn't like a sexist but risking being alone for the rest of your life because you didn't invest that time where you were at your peak and that's men too men and women where you were at your your 
peak but who says that's the peak that's what i'm saying like why is it always your 20s is your peak why isn't your 30s your peak necessarily like i don't understand where that idea came from and i think that's old i think that's old i think that's an old way of thinking where you say your 20s Mm. is in your peak because seriously think about 20 year olds you know they're fucking children. They're fucking retarded children. Like, seriously. I was not at my peak. <laughs> We're going to get canceled. We should have used the word retarded, right? <laughs> oh, whoops. Um, I mean, like... <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> Whoopsies. I, I mean, that's what I was like, maybe in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you think about, like, our parents. Like, I'm thinking about my mom. Like, bitch, you was, like, mid-20s. Like, already had four kids. Was doing all this stuff. And it's just, like, it's a different right. time. You know what I mean? And also... Mm-hmm. As far as like the affordability of things, how much things cost nowadays, it's just like different. A lot of people can't even leave their parents' houses. So it's like, it's different nowadays, you know what I mean? And you expect people to just be so, in your 20s, to be so grown. And it's like, well, it's, things are way mm-hmm. too fucking expensive. Like we have all this crazy student loan debt to pay off and things like that. We're not, we get, how are we gonna just hop and start a family? So that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like you're you're at your peak value when you're in your 20s. I feel like it's like, ew. <laughs> when you're in your 20s, like, you don't even, like, your credit's terrible. Like, what do you have to offer? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, I honestly feel like when you start getting to your mid-30s, in our day and age, mm-hmm. in our day and so age, what, what, I feel like that's when you start to really be like, Oh, that person looks like they got their shit together, looks more attractive, stable, you know, settled, mm. knows what they want in life. Whatever generation he grew up in is not that. Well, what do you think about like um, what they say, the, the biological clock for women to have children? Just in the case of having children, like it gets more riskier as you get to your mid 30s to have children. Is, I, is there some truth in that as far there as like is, just there is and then there isn't because how many of these women are having kids at that age and older i mean i mean i wouldn't want to push it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but i mean it d- definitely closes the window but um mm. i don't know how true that is honestly because i haven't personally been through it but mm-hmm. they do run a lot of crazy ass tests and stuff. But I mean, all these celebrities too. You see people all the time having kids close to forty and pl- they got forty surrogates. plus. No, that's Somebody what I'm saying. It's not like I would want to do that. But I definitely agree to having kids in your thirties. Mm-hmm. I definitely am on board with that shit because no. 20 unless you're one of those like super go-getters you you we all there was always one you know what i'm saying that was just ahead of day time back when we was in the 20 who was it there was somebody that was just on it don't you remember that girl brooke wasn't she just super on it on what just on top of their finances on top of like just just everything had the baby got married this Mm-mm. that and the third Mm-mm. you don't remember her i know you're talking about my friend no she wasn't doing all yeah that. didn't have no kids and shit <laughs> fucking wrong yeah i'm like who <laughs> fucking 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 wrong i was the one with the child <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> mad early but yeah like so i guess like that would shape your opinion because you was mad early on it i mean i, I had a kid at 21 at you, like, and like, i'm like i'm like you're an adult like when you told me you were pregnant i was like what the fuck i thought it was the end of the world <laughs> well my brain i'm just like whatever but then i'm just like yo like looking back i'm like oh my god like i was so like basically a kid like still you mm. know just at the time i didn't feel like that but you know it's the truth and that's why i'm like you really but like you know i'm the type of person where i'm just gonna adapt and figure it out 
but you really mm-hmm. cannot be selfish uh, with your time. Um, you know, the kid always has to come first and, you know, you can't just do what you want. And that's kind of hard to accept when you're in your 20s. Now, I mean, it's not a great thing me and his dad broke up, but me and his dad did mm-hmm. not stay together. And essentially he goes with his dad every single weekend. So I kind of lucked out where I still was able to, you know, have free time and kind of do my stupid 20s stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really stifled in that way. Um but, you know, I, I think it's a good thing to get all those dumbass mistakes out of the way. <laughs> Looking back on it, because one of my homeboys had a child very early. Like, we was, like, right out of high school. Mm. And I remember speaking with him, and he mm. was just like, I'm kind of happy that I got it over with. Kind of just like, I experienced it. I don't think I want any more children's, but I'm happy that it happened earlier. So now as she's growing my daughter's growing whatever i'm still relatively young with just the responsibility of one child now if i'm older like 30 i'm taking care of somebody till i'm 50 or like well, you know what i mean what I'm or saying. there's care- always good and bad but also at the same time was he the primary caretaker of his child Mm-hmm. we can always argue that so yeah, that's I what i mean mm-hmm. no. like that's why i'm just saying like women like so i was like i feel like i can't even necessarily be like oh i struggled so much because i had i still was able to have a lot of free time now those women that have kids early in their 20s right. and are left every fucking day to take care of those children with no break like oh yeah. my god you know what i mean yeah. it's just like you can't even you're still you're still technically you're kind of a kid still and you really can't even get out and really live life and enjoy yourself so um and you just never know how things are going to play out with whoever you're with um so that's why i'm just like you know what i mean like i feel like people should just wait till their 30s and then too like you know you can get kind of get all that stupid shit out the way you don't want to be 36 and being trying to hit up the club like yeah you don't want to be that person don't be that <laughs> like person. press to hit up the club though it's okay right. every now and then you know just whatever you know a lot of people just attribute to to you know having a child there's an assurance if the person is if if you're married to the person do you think that even is a How is, that is a thing in this day and age i don't know but people it treat it like especially kevin either. saying yeah that's not that's what i'm saying but then he brought up about grandpa having a separate family so it's like mm. no that's just a bunch of things just going unsaid you know there's really <laughs> no a room full of dudes was like yeah grandpa had, had a second family They're across like, town know about it everybody yup <laughs> No, you know who was making you know who was making me mad? Who the hell was that? The guy dude off who, camera. Who was the, him? Kept co-signing. His name is Ish. He's just like a friend. Oh, a he friend was of annoying. Joe he he was wouldn't super shut into it. up. Like he literally, like they were asking Kevin stuff and he's answering for kevin kept chiming in I, I, I got i got this i got this like kevin even like sometimes you say he's like uh, not quite like i was like yo this nigga no they were writing. geeking on him. like i think towards the end they were right yeah because i was no, like no they were geeking on on, on the last episode because they dropped the episode right after okay, like say? the next day and they were just talking like yeah fanboy over here they were like yeah. he was shooting he was like that wasn't they said that wasn't kevin samuels doing his ad libs <laughs> <laughs> One of one of the joints, and I, I had to listen again before we for this uh, episode, so I listened to a little bit more of the pod. He says something, and and you heard the dude in the back go, "Ooh!" <laughs> like, 
he was like, like, he, like i think at one point towards the end he like literally restated everything kevin just said and they're like nigga we heard right. him like we right here that's like is he drinking i don't think so oh lord because I, I, so. I was like maybe he no, a he's just a real fan up. like yeah no he's just a, a big fan a huge fan obviously good lord right but all in all though i think it was a good interview I think, I mean, I think it's worth listening to. It is hard sometimes to listen to shit that you don't necessarily agree with, but I think all mm. in all, um, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad of an interview. I know he can be a little triggering, but it was interesting just to hear his perspective. Nah, but, I, and I then also too, he well. said how like most of like just regular ass guys that are making $50,000, you know, like come to him and are just mm. like, thank you. Because you never like you never really see women <laughs> saying like i just want a regular ass dude i mean we out here but you know i'm talking about the, the majority that gets you know i guess airtime because mm-hmm. um, they're like you know men don't walk around saying that like she got to be a six-figure bitch like <laughs> and then yeah. they're trying to um basically say you know well you guys expect us to look this way and that way and get the plastic surgery and the weeds that's and stuff. what made me laugh <laughs> Because that's what made me laugh because like there's an expectation like just because somebody might like something on the internet that's mm-hmm. what you want. But and they didn't explain he, that though. I was waiting for them to explain that. So why do y'all like it then? Well, don't say y'all because I well, usually fine, like the you. natural, the I'm natural beauty and stuff like that. Yeah, but like, but I'm just saying like for a man like if you don't necessarily like that stuff, then why are you going to like the picture? And this is where we get the territory where like, it's like, do you want the truth? <laughs> or, or no, do I give I'm you the PC saying, version? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't understand. Like, cause they didn't answer it. And I thought they would. Cause they were just like, you know, mm-hmm. we don't want that. We want you to be natural. And da, da, da. It's like, okay. So then why do you like all the stuff that, you know what I mean? We feel like we need to look like. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I what I would assume all this stuff that y'all feel like you need to look at it's enhancing all the things that are like primitive so you're gonna perk the breast up and all that stuff and you're gonna just show an ass so it's like it's not for longevity like like if we're liking it it's not something that we're looking to settle down with as crazy as that might sound we're liking it because this looks like a fun night this looks like like if I was with this person why wouldn't y'all want to settle down with it all right so I wouldn't want to settle down and I'm just I'm speaking not for saying myself you. because yeah, I'm just saying yeah yeah I would assume that that men wouldn't want to settle down with that necessarily is because it's it's too accessible is it too you're much showing competition? off at, yeah competition like, you're showing you're showing everything that like you know we kind of hold sacred it's a little bit of a possessive thing but I mean it teeters the line of you know like trying to tell women what to wear and stuff like that so like a lot of times dudes don't even know how to explain it like Mm -hmm. dudes don't even know how to explain like why they don't Mm -hmm. they wouldn't want that and it's really because it's too accessible there's too many other eyes on it there's too many people that you know you're flaunting all the things that i like say a woman you know she doesn't wear like a lot of makeup and like you said you know she has natural hair and stuff and then you know she see i mean i'm glad instagram took away the likes like you could see what other people was liking because that was a hot mess right. but um right. just say that you seems know, so long ago right i know but yeah like you know say like you're that type of woman and you always see your guy you know liking women that mm-hmm. like because i've had men in the past who were just like i hate that you wear so much makeup or i don't like that you wear makeup and, 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 and like mm-hmm. they'll berate you for it but then you see them liking all these pictures of women that are just like caked on with makeup and it's like well 
why the fuck can she wear it and I can't? Like, that's bullshit. For some reason, there is an idea that, like, men shouldn't be susceptible to the same things that you all lean, not you, but, like, women lean into as well. I mean, there is a standard of beauty that is created by marketing, created by the mm-hmm. celebrities that of right. perfection. So, so I believe that women are trying to live up to this projection of perfection right and deep down inside they know they have to do all this extra stuff in order to get there and then all of a sudden we're not supposed to idolize it neither if you see value in it and you're competing with that how do i not like it as well like we're still under the same we're still yeah, dealing but my with the thing same is like, uh, i optics. get that but it's like don't tear your woman down and saying like oh you shouldn't be looking this way or that way you know what i mean mm. not that i'm like i just know this happens like i'm not going through this but I have before had men in the past tell me like, I don't like that you wear makeup. And it's like, well, I want to like, if I want to fucking wear makeup, I want to wear makeup. But I'm just thinking about, I know other situations where it's like, you know, your guy wants you to look a certain way, like a muffin. Mm. And then (laughs) like a muffin. He's over here liking this croissant. Like, (laughs) (laughs) So that's like, I don't know. I like when I'm with a guy and like, he doesn't mind that I like to get dolled up. You know what I mean? And he's just like, mm-hmm. oh, like your makeup looks nice or da 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 da. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just saying from that angle, like, you know? No, 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 totally. I don't think anybody should kind of be telling anybody what to do and yeah, definitely like, don't be consistent like only like tomboys but then. i do th- <laughs> i think some i think some of which that that might come out is just like he could just say he appreciates your natural beauty. He, he doesn't have to say, hey, I don't like when you wear makeup. You could just, if you want her to know that, if it's rooted in that, then just say that. Yeah, don't like, say, nice. yeah, I, I think, don't want you to wear makeup. I think those guys that are like that, I think it's a place of, comes from a place of insecurity, you know, because it's just like, I don't that? want her to, no, because it's like, I don't want her to get all that attention. You know what I mean? Mm. Where like you see those types of women online getting all that type of t- type of attention. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely can be. That definitely yeah. can be a large contributing factor to it. Yeah, because I definitely. was like, I've been with both types of guys. I've been with guys that you know don't give a fuck and are just like, yeah, I want to show her off. And I've had other guys that are just like, you know, look like you just came mm. out of a hole, please, so nobody looks at you. <laughs> you know what's interesting though? What's interesting is like, do you think? Like, as a woman, do you think guys, like, want women to do all that extra stuff that we're seeing with their bodies as far as, like, get surgery and all that stuff? Do you think, like, we huddle around and say, damn, I wish my I wish my girlfriend would go get, go to, I don't you know what I mean? I think they want it, but mm-hmm. because it's there now, there is comparisons. Mm-hmm. And there's an appreciation you know I mean? for it, I guess. I think, because, like, he was saying, he was talking about, like, back in the 70s, for instance, you know, before all this stuff would happen, it's like that mm. was the standard you know and that's what i mean so now nowadays because there is a new normal especially for certain men you know there are certain men that are like uh-uh, i want that i don't care if your body's done like i want that so i don't know i guess it's all different yeah yeah this Go world ahead. is crazy man. <laughs> this world it, is, is it really crazy. is it really is like like trying to trying to find like common ground between men and women and not even just common ground between men and women we're just trying to find balance of what you're seeing and how you relate to reality and you know what i mean because i feel like you know we live a lot of our lives on social media and i know we always say social media but like 
it is doing something to our perception of reality. Oh, I like, forgot. We kind of digressed, but I was talking about just the regular Schmegala Joe, like how what? he doesn't get enough credit. And that's who mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, Kevin mm-hmm. was saying a lot of those men call into him, thanking him for sticking up for them, because you only hear women desiring these types of like the men that are just overachievers and just top of the food chain. I know I said this before, but I thought that was a really, really good point, you know, because right, there's right. nothing wrong with just wanting a regular ass guy like you're a regular ass girl. <laughs> Like you regular shit too. Like why can't we just be regular together? Like I don't understand why it's just like, you know, you can't just say that you just want a dude with just a solid job, you know. We mm. we living comfortably. You know what I'm saying? Like why does it always mm. have to be like, oh, I need the man with the bins and all this and that and you know. Well that's when you get like- but I think that goes back to the conversation of, you know, the marketing, you know, yeah, you got, exactly. you know, city girl, city girl, hot girl summer. <laughs> that called this, Sweetie like, all- a six. They were going off. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. rated her a six. They were six. going off on them. They were going off. <laughs> Do you think women, and I love that I have a podcast with a woman, so mm-hmm. I can, I can get ideas out without it just seeming like I'm the asshole, uh-huh. right? So I could just ask questions. Okay. But do you think women like, do you think they buy into too much of the celebrity lifestyle? I think it depends on like your, certain women. Let's say let's say I, the lo- the 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 women that are the loudest on the internet, as far as you know, the women that call in the Kevin Samuels, the 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 women that are just the most the women that are most most vocal on spirit spiritual word page. <laughs> so I just so I said the spiritual word page is is shade room with a church hat. Oh on. my god, it really is. <laughs> that page is kind of like a mess. Um, right but is it world or word i thought it's word i, I think it's spiritual either. word okay ain't nothing spiritual about that page at all that shit ratchet as hell at all um they throw a little bible god is god is praying for you today if you're reading this god is praying for you <laughs> and then they put some old ratchet shit <laughs> next very it. next post mm-hmm. um but what, what do you think <laughs> my question is do you think that like the the loud oh, minority like yeah the mm-hmm. loud minority of women are that are the most vocal are just too consumed with celebrity lifestyle and it's skewing oh, their perception say, of the average know. person yeah unfortunately i don't know if it's the minority anymore because that's pretty much like all we see online and i know that it's like fun to look at and it's you know it's funny maybe it is the minority i don't know but that's all I you think see it online is because- and especially like with people that are younger and you know we didn't grow up with social media as much as these kids do nowadays and um Mm. you know that's just all you see and then too i think because now normal ass people have celebrity status that makes a difference too because it really seems like it's accessible i mean it is but at the same time, mm. it's, it's too accessible because, you know, we were growing up, it was just like the superstars had all the stuff going on. So it's just like, oh, those are the celebrities. Nowadays, we get people that are just like famous for being someone's girlfriend or something. And, right, you know, right. all these kids know their names and watching them. And that's what they aspire to have. And I mean, of course, we've all aspired to have some sort of celebrity status at some point in our lives. I mean, of course, as kids, all kids want that. But mm. I think nowadays it just seems so accessible that it's just like that's all you really want to be, all you strive towards. 
And I mean, that's or also just part of being lifestyle. young. But that's the thing. The women that are calling into Kevin Samuels aren't young. So now I'm thinking about it. These are grown ass women. So I don't know. They just some chicken heads. Like, I really don't know. And I know because they said that women, um, they were saying on the show that women see compromise as settling or something like that um, mm-hmm. in their minds as settling. And I don't know. I mean, it's like, cause he was saying a lot of those times when you do have a regular ass chick that's with a six figure dude, he was, she was with him before he had the money. Mm. It did. It wasn't the other way around. Like it wasn't like she came in after the picture, after this guy has money. And I guess to just speaking to human nature, like somebody that has money out the wazoo, they have pick. They have pick of whoever the fuck they want. They have, they have options. They, they have, have options. many options. So he's saying to like mm-hmm. a single mother, he's like, why would you be option number one? Not to say that it could never happen, but just speaking in general, like if you're not keeping your um options open to a man that makes 60 or 70k which is Mm. still pretty good you know you're not Mm. keeping your options open to that gentleman and you're just like no i need a guy that's gonna take me on trips and you know it's just like stop like you're just doing yourself a disservice and you're gonna just end up well you're now yeah you're narrowing your your perspective dating dating options like i've watched this show and i feel like a lot of these women that want these six-figure guys don't understand that that's one percent of the population and that's not even breaking down into what's it called race so if you want a black man that makes that that's even less than one percent of the population yeah so we could keep going on about this we could this was a pretty good conversation though but thanks kevin samuels but no i'm just saying y'all just go listen to it um and let us know Mm -hmm. what you think um yeah i mean the only thing i really had a problem with like i said was him talking about your value when you was in your 20s and you should be married in your 20s like dude that's just not a thing now not in our society or not in our day Mm -hmm. and age but yeah i think i think it's i think it was a good conversation but let's move on because it's it's been an hour 15 minutes and like i got shit to do i feel you it's a monday i still gotta edit this bad boy yeah Um, that too Only thing left. Only thing left was Dogecoin. Doge to the moon. Doge to the moon. Well, I mean. Yeah. So, what you feeling? What's up? No, no, no. I'm just saying. Yeah, there's anticipation of. There's a. It's it's a, it's a meme crypto at this pretty much as they try to describe yeah. it. But there's a whole thing mm-hmm. right now that at 420. The whole plan is yeah, at yeah, 420 to get it to 50 cent. But I hope it's not like yeah 420. Let's just get it to 50 cent just to pull all our fucking money out again. Well, when I was reading in like the little Reddit group that was talking about it, like uh-huh. they're making a they're making a stand and saying that no, we're gonna hold. They so there's one point four million. <laughs> there's one point four million in that red right right. Uh-huh. There's one point four million in that Reddit group. So if they all put four twenty in and hold, like everybody's kind of it's a little community. It's kind of cool because everybody's counting like four hundred holding each other accountable. No, no, no. It's four dollars and twenty cents. Really? That's all that they're like, okay. I can do that tomorrow. Sure. Just for that day. It's just for that day. Oh, okay. It's just just for that day. So you could put in whatever you want, but they mm-hmm. said at least put in four dollars and twenty cents. So, um I hope this shit goes up. I got a lot of shares. I got a lot of shares. I mean, I'm yeah, happy that so you're into we're it. We're not yeah, we haven't given though because a lot of some people I did post a meme about Dogecoin and some people are like, mm. What the fuck is that? So do you want to explain? 
what it is. Uh, well, Dogecoin is a cryptocurrency. Shout out to Tommy because he put me up on this about like a year and a half ago. So oh, I wow. got in on Dogecoin at a fraction of a cent. It was like point zero 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 two. So I've actually seen this thing grow, and now it's kind of coming into fruition. And I'm hoping it keeps growing because you know I have a decent amount of money invested into it, but. I'm kind of lucked out because I got in super early. So Dogecoin is a cryptocurrency that started kind of as a joke, uh, kind of making fun of Bitcoin when it first started. But we all know what happened. What eventually happened with Bitcoin? It it's going off. I think it's about sixty thousand dollars a coin right now. So a lot. So of if you want to buy of one coin of Bitcoin, people, it's sixty k. So imagine if you bought in years ago at like just say a dollar and you got like 500 bitcoins right now if you mm -hmm. held those each of those bitcoins each one of those 500 are worth 60k but the thing the thing that's different with dogecoin is with bitcoin there's a finite amount of bitcoin mm -hmm. meaning meaning if even if i had the 60,000 to put out if somebody if there's no bitcoin available then i can't buy a bitcoin right now unless somebody's selling it to me oh they have that, that's how it is now yeah, yeah, it's finite. It's finite. Now with Dogecoin, it's not finite. So you can keep investing. But I don't think people should like look at Bitcoin and think that like they can't get into it some way, shape or form. You just have to change the way your approach so is. So how are you able to buy into Bitcoin, but you can't buy a Bitcoin? What do you mean? Like you can't buy a so whole when you one, throw like a whole one. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a whole you, you don't have a whole you one. can't buy a whole one. You can buy a piece. But of I one. can throw in I can throw in money that makes the coin more expensive so you know that that'll increase the the profit so if you look at bitcoin if you want to invest in bitcoin you can do it through cash app i do it through cash app i put in like 50 dollars a month something light right so i started it in january altogether i put in 250 and i think last time i checked i made a hundred dollar profit so i have 350 so out of the 250 i put in i made a hundred dollars now i'm using it as a saving savings type thing because you know when you get a savings account they break you off with that point zero two percent interest that like don't make you no money <laughs> in my like regular credit union account it's like a dollar a month yeah. i'm like thanks i guess so how i look at it how i look at it that that point two zero two interest whatever you get that mm -hmm. doesn't account for inflation or whatever so like really your money's not working for you so the way i'm using bitcoin is as a savings account because i don't know any bank account i can go to and put 250 dollars and make a hundred dollars in four months it's not guaranteed though Zay, just in case it, i know i know right, just in it's, case anybody's listening not... to this it's still the stock market <laughs> yeah, listen, listen <laughs> we are not stockbrokers. it's still we the stock not... market so it can go down you can lose yeah, some money yeah. so it's up it's For ultimately sure. your decision i want to put out that disclaimer i don't want nobody coming on here saying Zay, you owe me ten dollars um, you ruined my life <laughs> <laughs> so anyway back to back to doge yeah, so back, back to Doge. So, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you can buy as much as you want saying. of it. You were saying it's not fine. Yeah, so you can keep investing into it. You can buy. I think right now I got like eight thousand of them, mm -hmm. and you know we saw it go from seventeen cents. It jumped all the way up to forty-seven early last well, week, right? Let me say. So, I think it was last week. Isaiah to me, he's like Brit. He's like, you need to fucking start investing. Like, I was I, saying this. A saying I was saying this, this a while for years ago. Now he's been telling me for years, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. 
So I don't know. Something just last week, it just sounded very urgent. <laughs> it just, I don't know. I was just like, maybe I should just listen to him. I don't know. Because this is the way you said it to me. You were just like, Brit, maybe just like the, the spirit was speaking through your chat. So maybe, I hit maybe. him on Monday. I think, no, I think I texted you Wednesday or Tuesday of last week. Mm. I think it was Wednesday. And I was like, Isaiah, set up my shit. <laughs> just do it for me. I'll give you my credit card information. Just do it. So he was walking me through how to download. Well, not how to download, but what to download. And I'm like, just tell me what to do. I don't care if I lose money. I don't just tell me what to do. Cause he's like, felt, mm. he's like, don't listen to me. And I'm like, just tell me, I don't care. So, cause I'm a very fast learner and I'll just start researching mm. shit on my own. I just need to know how to just get in there, kind of get the general premise. So when I came on, Dogecoin was 12 cents. And just, you can look at the history of a stock. So I saw like how it used to be nothing. So people, and I'm laughing cause I'm looking at old posts on Twitter and stuff. So people were just like, yes, we finally got to a dime. So it's been like, like you said, like a slow growing thing, like the small community of you guys that have been invested in it are celebrating these little small victories. And then, um, and I've seen Elon Musk, Elon Musk also promotes Dogecoin. He said it a few times. So I got in on like what last Wednesday, 12 cents, bought, bought, mm. bought a good amount. And then, um, what was it like the next day, Thursday, I think. Next day, it's, yeah. Next day, Shut it just up. started going crazy. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot when you say, oh, it jumped to 40 cents, but like Isaiah said, for instance, he has 8,000. Like, if you think about it, like, if you were buying a bunch of coins at a fraction of a penny, so somebody could have 20,000, if you times that times 40 cents. They done came up. <laughs> yeah. They done, so, they done came up. Oh, I want to see. Let me get the math real quick, just so I can give an example. Because some people really came up. Um, so, yeah, like, that's like. $8,000 profit that you probably spent what Jesus Christ $4 on <laughs> you could have spent four bucks on and got 20,000 dogecoin and now you made you know $8,000 but some people invested even more than that and really really came up like tens of thousands of dollars yeah there's some yeah there's some people that are already out like mm-hmm. there's some people that when they bought at a fraction, they got a hundred thousand at yeah. a fraction, and it only had to go up to a, to some change, and they they're out even of even a quarter, so, even a quarter. Some yeah, it was like really exactly. cashing people out. So I don't. I know Elon Musk made a Dogecoin uh, tweet, which he's done before. So I don't know what happened this time, where all of a sudden everybody just started throwing money in. But I think it was a Reddit. I think I think it was a Reddit. Oh group. yeah, there was a. Reddit I think they group. decided and, on. I think there's one it. on yeah. Discord as well. Oh yeah, they like it was kind of like a GameStop movement thing. They were just like let's boost Doge. Mm. So um, yeah, it went kind of nuts. Um, so it was pretty fun keeping up with that, and then it did drop off because a lot of people sold their shit. But now the new thing is to get it up to fifty cents this time because I think it peaked at forty two or forty three cents. It was forty. It got. I saw it get up to forty-seven, yo. Oh, really? I didn't even I th- know that. I thought. I thought it peaked at forty-seven. I okay. might be wrong, though. I might be but wrong. But yeah, the new thing is to get it to fifty cents on tomorrow four twenty. Um, so yeah. at this point, it's just like a community now of people who are just mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's. It's it's fun. 
but um i think people are waking up and understanding that like yo if you really band together you can make the yeah, next that's what like. essentially thing. we're all putting our money together um right but pooling. then like yeah a lot of people i mean they don't want to hold their money in it which is your personal decision but at the same time mm. you know you don't know how much higher it could go it may become five dollars a coin you just don't know um all i'm saying is B- bitcoin at one point was 39 cents wow that's you know what i mean there, at, at one point it was that cheap and now mm-hmm. it's all the way up to that so it's funny i don't know i'm too. holding on to it yeah it's funny hearing the major news networks because they're like what the fuck is doge like so i've been like <laughs> watching the news and they're just like because i think it was like on a major report all of a sudden like you know as far as like closing out the day and this particular stock jumped up this much percent and they don't even know what right. the hell it's about and so it's it's funny um it's it's very it's real though so i mean hey if you guys want to invest in dogecoin you might as well you ain't really got no, much to lose not if please please do invest in dogecoin please we're trying to keep this going it's under a dollar and that's so. one thing i want to keep in perspective like like yo it's still cheap where it's at right now it's not like you know sometimes you put in you get a stock and it's five dollars you start at five dollars you only put x amount in we regular people working nine to fives mm-hmm. and then it shoots up like crazy but people can't really get the average person can't really get in because now it's twenty dollars a stock Mm -hmm. and you don't have that extra income Mm -hmm. if you're looking at something like this that's at 39 cents there's a lot of people i mean you put 30 bucks into it and you got a decent amount so Mm -hmm. it's still cheap um definitely keep an eye on if you invest definitely keep an eye on it make sure you're not losing bread and all that stuff but i don't know this seems like a heater I'm yeah. A, I'm a, <laughs> yeah we're on robin hood using it end. um i don't know what other apps you can invest in yeah, Dogecoin, sure but we're using robin hood but yeah i mean if yeah. you have a few extra bucks that you want to play with you know we're, we're taught the importance of like saving but we're never like really taught the importance of investing mm-hmm. so like you know, it's it's not often that that comes across until it's later in life. And, you know, if we had the information earlier, we would do better, you know, or be better prepared. So it's important to know that, like, saving is not going to create wealth. You know, I repeat it like saving does not create wealth. You mm-hmm. can save it. But every person, you know, every wealthy person knows that just holding on to dollars is not yeah. going to create. You have to have that money work for you some way. So they do it. There's just two ways to get wealthy. You see either you do it in stocks or it's either you do it in real estate. So what a lot of people yeah. do is they start with stocks. That's the most accessible thing. So then when you get enough money, then you dip into real estate. So like you got to just start making your money yeah, work for you. A lot of people are cashing out and they can just go buy a property now or put like a substantial right. amount right. of money down on a property. So like yeah. this is the first time and I was I was talking to you about this last week. I was like, yo, bro, this is the easiest. I'm not going to give you all the exact number, but this mm-hmm. is the easiest stack I've ever made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, what I mean? like right. I've been watching this shit grow and I got a, a stack or maybe not a stack. Who knows? I don't watch your pocket <laughs> watching me. So <laughs> I'm broke. I'm broke. <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> I didn't make a stack, but um, I still <laughs> made a good amount of money. And it's not worth like yeah. I definitely didn't make enough to be trying to like pull it out yet. But I mean, from last Wednesday, you know, I just put in, you know, what I put in. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Mm. 
I've legit been having conversations because there's a couple of people at my job that are, are in it. We were just like, hey, yo, what number does it have to get to for us to just quit our job on the spot? Like, <laughs> what number? Like, we're doing, yo, so we, we got, we busted out the calculators. Right, we're like, all right, if it make this money, I don't know. I don't know if that's enough for me to leave yet. <laughs> Ah, just counting did you, did, you find your, did you find your number yet i don't know it's hard like when you think about 20 it it's, it's hard. A coin. but like when i get to 20 i'm mad it's me young <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is too you could pull you know you could just sell a portion you don't gotta sell all of it so right, right, that right. would be wise too. like probably don't sell all of it just in case it goes higher but it was like you saw some people hurting online because they were like oh my god uh, like i sold exactly all of my sold coins 17 for like 500 bucks and now i could have made twenty thousand dollars i said oh how do you live with that 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 hurts mm. that gotta hurt you gotta find a way yeah you gotta find a way that gotta hurt <laughs> All right, yeah. So hold, everybody, hold, hold, Brit. I'm holding hold that shit, nigga. I, I got minute. enough child to be trying to cash out for that shit. <laughs> I got Thanks. that nigga like two seventy profit. What I'm gonna do with that? Look, <laughs> <laughs> pay a bill. Pay nah, a bill. I got it. I got, I got money to pay a bill. <laughs> she said, I got it. Nah, I'd rather leave. All right, all right. <laughs> Damn, we, we got to. I don't know. This is I ridiculous. Think we good. Getting off. I think we can wrap bye. this up. Goodbye. All right, um, <laughs> right. Bye. all right thank you for listening to the bz podcast uh yeah we love y'all enjoy your week stay up we out of here
Best to ever do that. Best to ever do it. The best I ever. 